Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. We have a special guest today, somebody that is very big in the syndication realm and a rock star at that, to say the very least. He is uh, originally a, a Dutch immigrant and has done you know, the syndications for the last, well, business owner for the last you know, 40 years, uh, owned over 2,000 plus units. Um, you know, just a philanthropist as well, and, and somebody that is crushing it in all areas of life. So we definitely want to, you know, pay respect to to the man and the legend. What's up, Rod? How you doing, brother? Oh man, oh man, I can't live up to all that. I can't live up to all that. You guys can live hang up, up now. You don't, you don't need to listen to another word. <laughs> it's great to be here, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for being on. So. Yeah. um, you know, there's so many things that I really want to cover and we, we only have a limited amount of time. So, you know, for anybody out there that doesn't know exactly who you are, do you mind just breaking down a little bit of sure. your story and who you are? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm a Dutch immigrant. I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, and my mother's Vancha. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado. Uh, we didn't have much money. Uh, in fact, I wore Goodwill clothes and Salvation Army clothes all the way through junior high school. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my mom, but, you know, had a great work ethic. And with her babysitting money, she uh, bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for about $30,000. And when I was 17, she told me it had gone up in value like uh, $20,000 while she slept. I'm like, I'm getting into real estate. And, you know, and we went from, just so you know, we went from, you know, I had to eat expired food, powdered milk, because that's all we could afford. But, you know, I knew I wanted more. And when, when my mom used her babysitting money to buy that house, it was like so inspirational for me. So I decided to get my real estate license, got into real estate, you know, and fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses, multiple apartment complexes, uh, you know, to, to, to give you an idea in... Uh, in 2006, I had 800 houses. I had several apartment complexes. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. Okay, yeah. a, little more than my, a little more than my mom's 20 grand. Uh, but there's a punchline punch though. Yep. You know, in, in, uh, in 2008, I crashed and burned and I actually lost everything. I had a $50 million seminar. And I call them seminars. I don't call them failures. And I've had plenty of seminars. I know everybody else has as well. But you know, that was a big one for me because I thought I was set for life. I truly did. I thought 80 million baby boomers getting old and getting cold would make Florida recession proof. Well, uh, little did I know Florida was ground zero for that, you know, that contraction. And so, you know, what, but what was interesting is in the depths of that, as, as I was crashing and burning, my, my single family houses were the ones that weren't cash flowing, but my multifamily was which is why I started my podcast and now I, you know, I coach and teach and do live events and all that because I want to get the message out there that if you're going to buy and hold real estate, for God's sakes, do multifamily. Don't do single family. I mean, just learn from my mistake. And, 
and so you know that's that's kind of my message and but the other thing that i realized back if i if i back up a little bit i kind of got ahead of myself if my first year in real estate when i was 18 i was going to get into real estate i was going to be rich i made about 8 grand my second year i made about 10 grand my third year though i met somebody that taught me about the psychology of success and i made over 100,000 which back in 1981 was a decent chunk of money yeah so so, so what happened between year two and year three was I realized that really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 15% is the stuff you talk about on your podcast and I talk about on mine, which is the real estate knowledge. Okay. You've got it. The, the key here is you've got to have the mindset and the psychology to push through your fear, to take action, you know, to, to, to frankly, to get uncomfortable. You know, a lot of people are in comfort. They know they want more, but they're comfortable so they don't get off their butts and go make it happen. And what, what makes that, that, you know, causes you to take action is mindset and psychology. So, Brandon, if you'd like, I'm happy to kind of share with your listeners um, what I do with my coaching students. I do this at my live events as well. I, I take them through kind of a, an unusual goal setting process and then talk to them about visualization and, and how to manifest these things that you want in your life. I mean, if you'd like, I'm happy to get into that. Oh yeah, please. I think that'd okay. be awesome. I'm also All very right. curious to see, you know, how you did end up pushing through the fear aspect and yeah, well, this is it. This, 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 what I'm going to explain right now is, is the answer. Okay. okay. Because, because really to do, to take action initially and then to get up when you get your butt kicked, to get back up when you get your nose bloodied, you've got to know exactly what it is you want and you have to know why you want it. So uh, let, me, let me take you through an exercise that I take my coaching students through. And like I said, I do this in my live event. And, and, and that is, you know, so those of you listening, take a couple notes if you can. So what I want you to do is pick an hour when you're uninterrupted, you're in a high energy state, and you're going to sit down and you're going to write down everything you could ever possibly want in life, Okay. Yep. And so all the big things, the little things, the, you know, the stuff, the cars, the jet skis, the boats, the planes, you know, how much money do you want in the bank within a year? How much money do you want in the bank within five years? What's the cash flow number that you want within a year and within five, 10 years? And then, you know, write down all the stuff and, and really take the lid off your brain because I will tell you, so every, just about everybody out there is limited by their own mental thoughts as to what they deserve. So take the lid off your brain. There really is no limit. Pretend it's the greatest Christmas in history and, you, and anything you write down, you're going to get, okay? Because that's not outside the realm of reality. And here's why. You know, there's, there's this mechanism inside your brain called the reticular activating system. And what it does is it's that filter that filters out what it thinks is most important for you to focus on. It's subconscious. And a great example of it would be you know, when you buy a car, you never really notice them and you buy the car and you see them everywhere and they were always there before, you just didn't notice them. That's your reticular activating system. And so just writing them down, writing your goals down starts that process. And you know, it's sad, but the reality of it is most people spend more time planning a birthday party or Christmas than they do designing their lives. So this one hour session that I'm, I'm describing to you is really designing your life. So you're writing down everything you can think of, big things, little things. Don't analyze it. If you're listening and you're analytical, don't analyze it. Just yeah. write it down. You can scratch it out later. And then once you can't think of another, oh, some other things, you know, write down where you want to go, you know, where you want to visit, 
uh, write down and then, you know, take it beyond just the stuff. What do you want to learn in your lifetime? Me, I'm going to learn how to fly helicopters. I'm going to learn how to play the drums. My wife bought me a drum set. It's set up in one of my other buildings here at my house. And, you know, where, where do you want to, uh, you know, what do you want to learn? So write that down. Then also write down who you want to help. Uh, you know, me, uh, I, I, and, I'll, and I'll, 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 I'll give you an example of that in a minute. In fact, let me back up for a second. You know, I, I, when I was in 2006, I built this $8 million house on the beach. It was a mansion, okay? I owned the beach on one side. I had boathouses on the backside. And, I mean, this incredible home. I mean, I mean waterfall from the second floor into the pool and uh, spiral staircase right up through the middle. I had 80 feet of 10-foot high glass that was all butt together. It was like I was living on the bay. Um, just incredible. I could go on and on. Wine cellar, elevator, on and on. But, you know, I lost that in 2008. And I'll, I'll explain why that's important in a minute. But and now I live in a compound. I mean, I'm back. I, I live in this incredible compound now that's five, uh, six buildings. I've got an exercise facility. I've got a conference center. I've got a, a media building with a, a theater, a giant main house. And, and because God's got a, sen a sense of humor, I can see my old mansion across the bay there that I used to own. But, but um, back to the goal setting for a minute. Once you've written down everything that you wanted, you're going to also write down what you want to learn. You write down who you want to help. Once mm. you can't think of another thing, it's not real till it's measurable. So put a time limit on each one of those goals, okay? How many years is it going to take you to achieve it? One, three, five, ten, even 20. Remembering that as human beings, we will underestimate what we can accomplish, or sorry, overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and massively underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. Like, you know, when I lived in Denver and I was 18 and I, I, I knew I always wanted to live on the beach and, you know, I ended up building that, that giant house that I was talking about, that testament to my ego to prove to the world I was big enough. And, and you know, and, and so, you know, there's no limits on what you can accomplish as long as you, as long as you declare it. And this is a declaration. When you put these goals down, it's a declaration. So put a time limit by each goal, one, three, five, 10, even 20. Yeah. Then I want you to look at your goals and pick your number one goal. And there's just a couple more steps here, but they're important steps. Pick your number one goal, okay? The juiciest one that if you got it would just be incredible, okay? And, and if there's two or three that are equally exciting, just pick one because it won't matter for what we're going to do next. Yeah. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals, okay? And write those down. Um, and then this is where most people stop. In fact, most people don't even get this far. Yeah. Um, and, and, but what I want you to do next is, is the, the goals are important. They will, they, they were very important, but they're not going to drive you as much as why those goals are an absolute must. So you're going to write a paragraph for each goal, why it's an absolute must, not a should for you to achieve that goal. So you're going to put things like, so I can show my wife what success looks like. So I can show my kids what success looks like or husband, what success looks like, you know, so we can do whatever we want whenever we want, wherever we want, with whoever we want. You're going to write that down, okay? You're going to write down, um, you know, the, the um, uh, you know, maybe that, that, that you can t take care of your family or you can take care of your extended family or, or, you know, the people you're going to help. All the reasons why. Now, once you can't think of another positive reason why, I want you to put some pain in there. That if you don't achieve your goals, you know, what's going to happen? And put, make it harsh so that, so that I don't feel like a failure. So I don't feel like, 
you know, I, 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 have, I live a life of regret. And I'm going to tell you, I know this sounds harsh, but people will do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. So use that because guys, guys, this is the fuel. This is the fuel that's going to get you to take action initially. That's going to get you back up when you, this is what got me back up after losing $50 million. Okay. Yeah. Remembering what I wanted and more importantly, why I wanted it. Okay. So, so write down a, a, a paragraph for each goal, why it's an absolute must, because that is the fuel. Now, the last step that I want to share with you is you must get pictures of your goals. Okay, and, and you may not think this is a big deal, but let me go back and give you some examples of what I'm talking about. So similar to like a, a vision board, correct? Yeah, I've got vision boards right here behind me. I can show okay. you. I, yeah. I, I still use them today. They're I love right it. Here. Okay, yeah. in fact, that's my gratitude board. That's, that's everything right. starts from a place of gratitude, but I've got vision boards of the things that matter to me now. Okay, and because they work. They freaking yeah. work. Okay, so, so, you know, those of you that are analytical going, oh man, that's foofy. I'm here to yeah. tell you, big mistake. Yeah. So, you know, you know, for example, see what, what the pictures do is they cause you to visualize, to manifest these things in your life. There's a great example. Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $10 million yep. when he was flat broke. And that's how much he made for Dumb and Dumber. It's you know, crazy. Um, I, I actually, I took that uh, example and I, I have a check written in my, in my nice. uh, wallet right now as well. Right. There you go. And, 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 manifest you know, it. I'll give you a couple more examples. Uh, uh, Walt Disney. Uh, was dead when Epcot Center was built. And, and a reporter went up to Roy Disney, his brother who was there, and said, hey, you know, it's a shame Walt didn't get to see this. And Roy looked at him and said, the only reason you're seeing this is because yeah. Walt saw this. And that's yep. the power of visualization. You know, but, but let me give you some personal examples for me. Um, so I, uh, you know, when I was 18, I got a four-door Ford Granada because I was a real estate broker, okay? I was going to sell real estate. And, and yeah. You know, I was going to be rich selling real estate. Well, that didn't happen, but I got, I got very wealthy buying properties. But the point is I, I wanted a four-door car. This was the ugliest freaking thing you'd ever seen in your life. But I worked with a guy that had a Corvette and he let me drive it. And, and that's a key piece as well, that experiential piece of, of actually driving something that, you know, or, or visiting a, a, the house that you might want to live in or something like you want to live in. That experiential piece is important. So anyway, I got a picture out of a magazine. This was way before the internet. Got a picture out of a magazine of a Corvette and I put it on the visor of this bone ugly four-door Granada. And within a year or two, I had that Corvette. Give you a couple more examples. They're car examples. And the, but let me preframe this by saying, you know, it may sound like I'm bragging. I got to tell you, I'm not materialistic at all anymore. Nah. I used to be. Uh, but, but these are great, in fact, the things I'm going to describe next don't even interest me anymore, but I'm going to, they're great for illustrative purposes. So, mm -hmm. so, so just let me preframe that. So, so this was back when the TV show Magnum PI was out and Brandon, you weren't even a twinkle in your dad's eye when this show was on. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, there was an actor named Tom Selleck on it and he's still around, but he drove this Ferrari 308. And I thought that was the coolest freaking thing I'd ever seen. And so I got a picture of that actual Ferrari out of a magazine. I put it on the visor of my Corvette within a year or two out of Maserati looked just like it. Okay. Ooh. And my last example, another car example, is I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini, okay? I, I had the posters in his room of the Countach with the bikini girls, soaping them off, you know, yeah, I'm that guy. I had, you, you know, I had posters. What's no, interesting- No judgment, it's okay. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> What's interesting is my son collected model cars of exotic models, exotic cars, okay? He had the Ferraris and the Lambos and all this. He had a model of the exact same color and style 
Lamborghini that I ended up buying, which I ultimately wrecked. But, you know, that's another story. But, but anyway, so, so my point here is, guys, this stuff works. In fact, let me show you something, Brandon. Now, those of you listening on the podcast can't see this, but I use a paper planner. I'm a dinosaur, and I use this paper planner, okay? This is it. Yeah. And, Brandon, you can see this. But in the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here 20-plus years, okay? Now, like I told you on the vision boards, the first thing is gratitude. I have my gratitude pictures in here first, okay? And again, these are, these are pictures of my kids when they were young. Then I've, got, um, then I've got the pictures of the things that I want, like the houses that I wanted. And what's astounding is the house I'm in now and the house that I built on the beach across the bay from me here look just like these pictures, okay? And then I, you know, and I've got, you know, a couple hundred things that don't matter to me anymore. I've got a couple hundred thousand dollars of the watches, you know, but look at this Lamborghini picture before I ever got it. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the Rolls Royce, all this stuff that I got because I had pictures. So guys don't underestimate the power of this. I mean, again, I, I showed you, I've got my vision boards right here that I, I, I look at every day. Yeah. The, the, on the walls here in my office of the things that I want now, this stuff works. You yeah. know, when I wanted that house on the beach, I had pictures of palm trees. So, you know, that's the final step there. But l let me say one thing here. Um, in fact, let me just take a second, if you'll humor me, Brendan, to give one last little emphasis on this. Guys, those of you listening should have a morning routine, okay? You should have a morning routine, and, and, and the vision boards kind of prompted me to think about that. Every morning, and, and this is, here's an example of one, okay, um, is you sit for just a minute and you do gratitude. You're grateful for the amazing thing, people you have in your life, the things you have in your life. And you just be grateful. Everybody's got things to be grateful for. Be grateful. But then take it to another level and be grateful for the things that you want as if you already have them. And, and that gratitude mixed with emotion. And then that's what I do. As I look at these vision boards for the things that I want now in my life with emotion, and I'm looking at this, and I'm telling you this stuff works, guys. I know it sounds all foofy and all that, but I'm telling you it works. You know, don't do it at your peril if you're serious about being a success because it, it is the fastest way, in my opinion. Because, again, it triggers your reticular activating system, and you attract these things into your life. It's just yeah. astounding how it works. No, it's so true. And at the end of the day, I think visualization and just like you said, not just visualizing it or writing it down, but also, you know, experiencing um, some of that lifestyle is extremely crucial to, to really manifesting your future. Absolutely. So, you, you have to see it. You have to experience yep. it. And, 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 and then, you, then you want it. Um, yeah. but, but let me give you one other caveat. And... Um, and this is important. You know, I talked about that, you know, I wanted that house on the beach for 20 years. And, and I, I mean, I dreamt about it being on the palm trees and then I ultimately built it. And, and I mean, it's, it was truly magnificent. It is magnificent. Someone else has it now, but it is magnificent. I mean, I love where I'm at now better, but it, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I love so it. About two months after I built that house, I'm floating in the pool you know, waterfall, big giant waterfall from the second floor in the pool, another waterfall from the spa into the pool. And it's nighttime, my family's sleeping inside. And the pool's changing colors at night because I put fiber optic lighting in it. I'm just magnificent. I'm looking up at this three story testament to my ego that I built to prove to the world I was good enough. That's truly why I did it. And I got depressed. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I, I, I achieved such an incredible level of success. But I'm depressed. I mean, and I just didn't understand. But when I look back on it, there were two things going on, Brandon. And that's what I want to share with your listeners. 
First thing is you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. It's like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future, okay? And I didn't have one. So, you know, I went out and bought some motivational books. I bought, you know, Zig Ziglar and and Tony Robbins and some of these other, and, and I was very impressed with Tony's book. So I went and actually went to one of his events and I was blown away to find out he feeds people for the holidays. And that's why I want to leave your listeners with this, this, this last message. And that is, you know, well, let me tell you what it did for me. I, I thought, man, that's really cool. So I decided to feed five families that year for, for Thanksgiving it was. Now I do it for Christmas, but it was for Thanksgiving. And so I went out and bought a bunch of food. I bought frozen turkeys. I bought roasting pans. And I went to a church, found out, you know, who, who I asked them, who really needs help? And so I got five families. The third family changed my life. And yeah. I go up to this, I go up to this crappy one bedroom place. I mean, just a real shithole, excuse the expression, but that's what it was. And the lady comes out and she sees the food and she starts crying and she had five kids and they came out and most of them started crying. I started crying and I was hooked. And I'm blessed to say over the last 20 years, about 65,000 children here uh, for the holidays. Now it's mostly Christmas. I've also done 10, you know, over 10,000 backpacks filled with school supplies done thousands of teddy bears to the local police departments for officers to keep in their cars when they encounter, you know, a child that's experienced a traumatic event. And I'm not saying this to brag again. I'm only saying this to inspire those of your listeners that are listening and to tell you something, you know, I know on your podcast and on my podcast, I interview very, very wealthy people. And I have interviewed some that are not happy. Because yeah. t- see, what I realized was back then with that with my house when I was depressed is not only did I not have goals, but I was totally focused on Rod. It was Rod, 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 Rod. I was a narcissist, frankly. And so, you know, once I started giving to other people, I realized there's a difference between success and fulfillment. You know, Tony calls it the art of uh, the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. And, yeah. and fulfillment really is an art. And so I want to invite your listeners. I don't care where you are financially. Give back in some fashion because that's what gives your life meaning. And like I said, I've interviewed people on my, my podcast that are super wealthy, that are unhappy because they're totally focused on themselves. So don't fall into that trap, my friends. That's, that's, that's the message there. Uh, but uh, I love that. I think the power of giving is is extremely crucial. For the longest time, I was one of those people that you know said, "Well, once I become successful, then I'll start giving back." At the end of the day, that's so BS. You know, I had some good people at, at my church kind of explain it to me. It's just BS, and somebody right. needs to call you out on that. If you're waiting for that success success day, it's not going to happen. First of all, and you need to start giving now because karma because or. You, you- It'll, it'll, it'll actually compel the success. It will. What you give, what you, give you get. You yeah. want love, give love. You want happiness, give happiness. You want money, give money. You it's give so up true. yourself. And you don't have to do anything big and grandiose like I was talking about. Christ, just adopt a family and, and bring them a meal for, for the holidays or, or help an elderly person. Or, or there's so many things you can do. I even, even just buy the person behind you in line at Starbucks their coffee and, and, and you feel good. And, yeah. and you're giving and, and, and that's really what life's about. And anything in this universe that doesn't contribute gets eliminated. But It's so true. Yeah. I love it. So listen, I'd love to invite your listeners to one of my live events. I've got one coming up in Denver, uh, May 17th, 18th, 19th. It's just me teaching for three days. And, you know, I, I teach you everything you need to know to buy an apartment building in 90 days. But more importantly, I teach you this mindset stuff. I teach you how to push through fear, how to, how to define who you are. 
and, and create your identity, how to, how to, you know, look into the future, create that ideal life that you want and that will pull you into it. And, you know, and on and on and on. And I don't bring in outside speakers to sell stuff. It is just me for three days. It's like drinking through a fire hose and, you know, I've got early bird tickets going on right now. It's kind of a yep. no-brainer. It's so stupid, inexpensive. To, it, you're crazy not to come if you have any interest in this business. So uh, it is. You know. Yeah, I was looking at it the other day. We actually have some links that we're going to put in the comments. And uh, nice. thank start, you for that. You know, trying to show thank some more people because you know, me and Jennifer will definitely be there and uh, awesome. round up a few of our friends as well because the price that you're putting it at is ridiculously. It, it's a no-brainer. It's it a no-brainer. And, and and you know, my life. If you come see where I live now, you'll see. I'm not in the. I'm not doing this for the money. I do it because I love it. I truly do. And and you know, I'm. I'm blessed. I've got an amazing, beautiful wife and life is fantastic. And, and, you know, and I love, I love adding value. I truly do. And, and, and so, you know, I, I, I would love to see you guys if you can make it. Uh, and, um, of course. I can promise you, you'll be very glad you came if you do. So, Oh yeah, I, I know it. So I'm excited for that. Um, besides that, be, I, I know you got to run off very shortly. No, here. I'm good. Actually, I'm good. I'm good for a few, a little bit. So okay, cool. I do want to ask, what is one of the mistakes that you see a lot of young people like myself that are, are very ambitious or go-getters that want to get started into the sure. multifamily big yeah, Well, I actually did a book on this and I'll give it to your listeners for free. So, so I did a book on the 29 biggest mistakes, fatal mistakes that I see new investors make. So I'll make sure you get it. What's great about multifamily real estate is that if you just do a basic education, it's just yeah. numbers, really, yeah. the bottom line. All things being equal, it's metric, it's numbers. And if you learn the numbers, they're, they're not hard. I, I'm not a numbers person and I've learned them. It's, 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 then, then it's common sense. You know, what's the vacancy rate in the area? What's the vacancy rate on this property you're going after? What are the market rents in the area? You go and visit the competition. And beyond that, it's numbers. So, yeah. so you know, if, and you don't buy in the hood. I mean, you know, common sense stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, the big mistakes I see is people will go in undercapitalized, for example. You know, they don't raise enough money. But what's great about multifamily investing is it doesn't take a lot of money. I just did a Facebook Live post on this just now, like this morning at, uh, at noon today. And, and it was, it's because in multifamily real estate, it's a team sport. So you can put a team together that satisfies all the requirements you're going to need to get a loan, the experience requirement, the, the net worth requirement, the liquidity, you know, the cash in the bank requirement. You can put a team together that satisfies all those. You go raise the money. Hell, if you find a deal, bring it to me. I'll raise the money for you. That's We're raising right. money for a deal right now that somebody brought us. So, yes. so raise the money's the easy part. It, the, you know, the, the key is to educate yourself and then just go out there and find deals. And they're out there. And now you got to hunt a little harder in this hot market right now to find them. You know, you got to kiss a few frogs, but, yeah. but it's worth it. And so, you know, like I said, I'll give you that 29 Fatal Mistakes book and you can send it to your list. You know, that'll, that'll really help. I love uh, it. I, I appreciate that. I think that's going to be extremely helpful. You also wrote a blog that, an article that I, I read recently, uh, the seven uh, core questions to guide yourself during the due diligence phase and it is so powerful uh, I felt like well, I'll make sure we, you get a link for that as well so that that's awesome those those you know that stuff there's such a common sense component to it but but you a lot of times you lose sight of that you know yeah. and, and you know this business is so much fun and and I will tell you that if you're listening and you're thinking real estate make sure you associate pleasure with it and, and learn to love it because life's too short to not do something you love and so if you don't love it go do something else for, for for sure but if you're thinking you love this real estate game 
you know, if you can make it to Denver in May, I, like I said, I promise you'll be glad you came. If not, you know, read these books that Brandon will post on the website. I know they'll add value to you and just, you know, listen to our podcasts and immerse yourself in this because, you know, that's really what it takes. You don't want to dabble. You want to learn and, you know, dabblers get their butts kicked. But if you learn it, you learn the language, the nomenclature, you learn what to say, you, you surround yourself with people that are doing this. It's just inevitable that you're going to be a success at it. That's it. It's really, that's all it is. And, and, but you got to push through the fear too. And, and yeah. that's why you need, you got to do the goals. You've got to know what it is you want. You have to know exactly why you want it because that's going to compel you to make it happen. That's going to push you, get you up early, you know, on a Saturday to work it while your kids are asleep or keep you up late at night. You know, I've interviewed scores of people on my podcast that, you know, have multi-million dollar portfolios that did it on the side, eight to 10 hours a week. That's it. Mm. And, and they did it. And now they have multi, literally, I have coaching students that have over a thousand doors that still have full-time jobs. So, you know, it is absolutely That's crazy. Cool. So there are, there are no excuses. The only excuses are between your ears. I'm just, you know, respectfully, if you really want this, you know, take action, make it happen for yourself, learn it. Um, immerse yourself in it and it's inevitable that, that you'll make it happen. I promise. That's just how it works. I love it. It's so true. So more of a personal question, um, but I, I wanted to see, you know, what would you recommend for finding and kind of building out your team? Right now, I'm, I'm in the phase of looking for a strong underwriter that would be, you know, good to partner well, okay. with. Okay, I, I would I would say this to you. You learn how to underwrite first, okay? Yeah. If you're going to bring someone like that, that on, you need to understand sure. what they're going to do. Now, me, luckily, I've got a Robert. He's a CPA. He's raised $100 million worth of multi, uh, multifamily funds, and, and everyone should have a Robert. But he's, he's kind of like my analytical side. And by yeah. the way, in this business, sometimes that's a great matchup. You get an outgoing person, combine them with an analytical person. 100%. And, yeah, but, but you still need to know how to read the P&L. So I would yep. say that, that number one. And, I'm, and again, I, it's painful for me to go through numbers. It truly is because I'm, I'm really visual and out there and outgoing. Didn't always, I wasn't always outgoing. I, I, I kind of something I built. I was used to be a massive introvert. But you push yourself, you get uncomfortable, and you realize, you know, that nobody that, would, that knows you would ever reject you. And, yeah. and, and you get past that. And, 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 the, and the clouds part. And you're able to communicate easier. And it's not painful and, and uncomfortable. But, but again, a great matchup in this business is, is the combination of an analytical person with a... Um, an outgoing person. I've seen, I've seen it time and time again. And, and, you know, obviously if you're both then, then home run, uh, but yeah. if you're one or the other, you know, align yourself with someone that's the opposite or hire someone that's the opposite, like you're trying to do Brandon or, or a partner. And, yeah. you know, at the, at the live event, I go through, um, kind of some partnership parameters that you want to make sure because partnerships are like a marriage. So you want to, there's some hard questions you need to ask up front. And we talk about that at the event, but, uh, okay. Awesome. Well, Rod, how can people get connected with you? My podcast, obviously, Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. My website, rodcleef.com, K-H-L-E-I-F.com. But if you're interested in the live event, go to my Facebook group. I've got 24,000 people in a Facebook group. It's, and you just the website is uh, multifamilycommunity.com. And it's a direct link to that group. You know, it's a closed group, but we'll accept you unless you're, you know, a promoter or scammer or something. Yeah, if yeah. I see if I see you're you know, crazy, we won't take if it. If we see 10, 10, if you're in 10 Bitcoin groups, you're not going to get in. Just tell you that right now. But it's a fantastic community because you are the five people you hang around with. You want to be around people that are going to hold you to a higher standard, that are going to push you, that are going to say, what are you up to? Because you are the five people you hang around with. So, so that's true. a great place. And if you go in there and you search boot camp, 
you're going to see what people say about my boot camps. And, and I mean, they rave about them and, and they, they're buying properties like crazy and they're in there bragging about it. And so go in there and search the word boot camp and see what people say and come see me in Denver in May. And I promise you'll be glad you did. I love it. I'm excited for it. I know, awesome. you know me and Jennifer are looking forward to it and you guys all should be very excited as well. And we look forward to seeing you there. You know, awesome. at the end of Thanks, the day, it, it is all about mindset, visualizing your goals, writing it down and manifesting your future. So we definitely want to prepare you guys and, and motivate you and educate you on how to do it. I think this event's going to be a knockout. It's going to be a no brainer, especially for the price. Overall, it's three solid days you know, learning how to buy an apartment building within your first 90 days, which is awesome. So lots of, lots of past participants have done just that. I mean, they yeah. posted that in my group about it and they, they, you know, I, I get, I got on my wall back here, I've got thank you cards from hundreds, hundreds of people yep. that have purchased property because, you know, they took action with what they learned. And I love it. It's so good. Cool. So I want to encourage you guys to take action on this. And also if, you found value in this podcast, definitely go on to iTunes, leave a review, make sure you're subscribed, send a screenshot of that to me, and I will take care of you and send you my book, Action Driven, absolutely for free. Nice. So you're definitely going to want to get your hands on this, and I look forward to seeing each and every one of you guys, uh, meeting you in person and networking at the live event this, what is it, May? May, May 17th, 18th, 19th in Denver. And Denver is United's hub, so you can fly there cheap from anywhere in the country, direct. So, so true. you know, there are no excuses, my friends. No if you excuses. Really want, if you want this, just do it, okay? Just do it. Because life is too freaking short to not live to your, to your abilities, to, to, to live a life beneath what you deserve and what your family deserves. So, you know, if you think real estate's the vehicle, just don't screw around. Just come. I, you, you'll be so glad you did. I love it. So true. Cool. Everyone, if you guys found value in this, you want to connect with me, always reach out to BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Otherwise, on Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments, and on Facebook, social media, it's facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott, R-E-I. So, till next time, appreciate you guys all so much. Rod, you're the man. Appreciate Thanks for you, having me, brother. That was fun. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time. Stay blessed. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.